Welcome to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. Guys, today's episode had been in my mind for quite a long time and it took me, I would say, almost two years, not two years, sorry, two months to make it happen because I have been thinking a lot from for this, to make this, to say something about it and it took me like a long time to actually make things, make my notes, what I have to speak, all this. So you got to listen very carefully what I'm talking about. I'm going to talk about three things in this episode. The first is why routine is important. And the second is why fitness or how fitness affects our mental health. And the third is very final one is, is why we shouldn't compare to anyone in the world or your friends or anyone around you why this is important. So I'm going to talk about all this in this episode. It is really, really pivotal that we should make some notes from this um, this episode and then that will help you <clears throat> clear understanding of how to achieve goals and how to maintain proper health, even your wellness. So let's just not just waste time and then get ready to listen to this episode. So first is why routine is important. As we all know, I'm a big advocate for that, of, of this. Routine is a backbone of well-structured and a productive life. It actually provides sense of stability, order and predictability, which is essential for personal growth or basically any growth, success or overall well-being. And there are several reasons why routine is important in life. First and foremost, Routine is infuses discipline and helps manage time effectively. When we follow a set schedule like I do, <laughs> to be very honest, and everyone knows me who has met me, who's spoken to me, my schedule is every day is the same thing. So when we get schedule, we allocate time for various activities, ensuring that we don't waste it on any anything. This is why I like time management and how crucial for achieving any goals to maintain work-life balance. Because if you, I don't know if you know or if you have seen it, I have seen people working, they don't have balance. They just work, 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 work. And I think I mentioned before as well, when that episode was dedicated to my friend, he was also working a lot. And then I try to tell him the same thing. So I have seen people who are just on work schedule. They don't have their life. They just leave the life on the backside of the, on the backside, on the backstage, I would say, and then just keep working. And also I've seen people and some of my clients lacking of this sort of, um, knowledge or this sort of time management and then it is also impacting their goals which is you know very common moreover routines also 
reduce stress and anxiety which has helped me a lot of time this is also i have mentioned many times previously knowing what you expect each day is the best way to spend your day and then there is no surprises there is no you know unexpected things provide you sort of sense of security it reduces you know uncertainty and mental pressure to do things accordingly or not being able to do things or not being able to decide like suppose if you are cooking a meal like if you're cooking every day you don't know what you cook so when you come back home so you think oh what do i cook today but if you know what you're eating you set your schedule you know what you're eating it's easy it is it has been worked amazingly for me for last few years and i cannot i would never change it it also allows for better decision making since routines also helps us prioritize our task and avoid impulsivity this is a great for better decision making consistency is another vital aspect of routine it enables you to form a good habit and a break bad ones if you want to do it and that's you know that's a really really biggest thing like if you want to change something you will change it because at the end of the day our body gets used to it whatever you're trying to do every day your body will get used to it it doesn't matter what it is whether it's a regular exercise a balanced diet a consistent work routine helps reinforce that positive behavior every day ultimately leading to personal growth and also self development and the last thing is like routine encourages the efficiency and productivity in your throughout your day you can if you have a set routine like suppose you get up in the morning you make your bed you do your workout you come back you have your breakfast you don't have to ask yourself what you're going to do you will do it your body will do it as it's written somewhere that so so you don't have to tell your body what to do the body will just follow the routine with regularly whatever assignment or task you're doing as i just said like you whatever you're doing it's you know it becomes more smoother you don't have to think about it and we can perform them really easily and really quickly this also boosts our overall productivity because you're not wasting time you're not thinking about it and frees up the time and other things so you can do other things like you can relax a bit you know in the overall thing the routine is the keystone of the successful and balanced life it provides structure reduced stress promote discipline and consistency and efficiency and that's a dead set by incorporating a well planned routine into our daily lives we can really optimize our potential and lead more fulfilling and satisfying lives the second one i'm going to talk about is how fitness affects our mental health now this is also i have seen in the past i have lived in the past mental health is a biggest issue these days and if you can just it's not visible but it's only felt like it if you can feel it if someone's mental health is not great you can feel it i can feel it if someone sitting with me and doesn't have a mental health 
problem, I can tell he's happy. But if he's got mental issues, doesn't matter how much he's laughing, how much he's smiling, I can tell he's got mental health issues. And that needs to be looked at. There is a connection between physical fitness and a mental health, which is sort of overwhelming and a well-documented one. Engaging in your daily exercises has far-reaching positive effects on the mind, which can also be attributed to a complex interplay of biological, physical, psychological, sorry, not physical, psychological and social factors. Firstly, exercises, which happens to me, exercises releases endorphins. So my ones, four o'clock, endorphins out, commonly known as feel-good hormones, you can call happy hormones, which can reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression while promoting on overall sense of well-being. As I said, like, I feel happy all day if I've trained in the morning. So, because my body is so used to it, when I get up in the morning, I don't have to think about it. Same routine every day. Water, breakfast, gym, brother breakfast, work, whatever I'm doing in the during, during the day. That is just common things. Like, I don't have to think about it. My body is just rolling at its own like i don't have to there is like an autopilot button for me as soon as i wake up in the morning you know it's it's physical activity also improves your blood circulation leading to better oxygen and a nutrient delivery to the brain which again enhances your cognitive function memory and the mood regulation as i just said like i'm happy all day if i have trained in the morning and and there has been a day or day or two in the past that I haven't trained, so I don't feel as energetic or as happy as I would if I have trained in the past, in the morning. So recently, I was listening to this podcast, and he was talking about this sort of statistics that he has learned from somewhere. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's really famous. He talks about all these um so because I listen to mostly the um, the health podcast or the fitness podcast, so he, he's he's pretty good with, he's not Joe Rogan, it's, he's someone else. But anyway, so he was talking about age 840, there is a 1% drop in muscle size, you know, which can be offset by resistant training. And if you don't do it, it will keep doing it. And after that, it goes to, what he says that it goes to three to five percent drop per year in the power. So let's say if you're lifting hundred kilos, every year you will drop three to five percent in the pushing power or pulling power. This is also an amazing, amazingly, surprisingly, um, I would say, the statistics because. Three to five percent is a lot, and if it's going every year, you say five years, how much drop is going to be? And the, the final thing is very, very surprisingly. So he said, eight to ten percent drop is in speed and explosiveness. So imagine if you're running, if you're not running, and if you try to run. So no wonder when as you get older, you get slower. 
because you're not training, you're not training. And then there are people who've been walking every day, who've been running every day. They will remain, they will, they will remain on the same level as they are. Maybe they drop down a little bit, but look, I don't have the statistic in front of me, but I'm just going with my, with my thought of process that this is what happened. And then I can see because if I'm lifting 10 years ago, whatever I'm lifting 10 years ago, I'm not lifting it today. I'm lifting a little bit, bit, bit lighter because of course, you know, there is a drop. But I was actually surprised to hear what he said. And then that's how I tell like, I need to make something, you know, it's, it's very important to write something or say something about it. Fitness routines, because I, I'm a bit of a, fitness free person so i would always talk about fitness so fitness routines offer often foster a sense of discipline and accomplishment setting and achieving fitness goals also boost your self-esteem you're pouring a positive mindset that transcends the gym additionally i just want to add something exercises provide an opportunity for social interaction because you are in the gym you will talk to people you know you say hello you say hi you talk about exercises someone talk come and talk to you like happens to me if i'm training in the gym if someone's looking at me and they like my training they will come and always talk to me i've been complimented few times about my training when i just do crazy shit in the gym <laughs> people just come i was doing one day i was doing this headstand and then this girl came and talked to me she's like i wish i can do that so look said, listen i had to learn this and it took me a while to learn this if you want to do it you can learn it you should be able to do it but it's again it's about the process it's slow process every single day you just you know grow a little bit grow little bit stronger and then this is how you become what you want to be also i want to say when you go to the gym your community involvement you're addressing feelings how you feel during the day how's your day been how's your day's gonna be how was your night it sort of isolate you know it it sort of addresses your feelings of isolation and loneliness because you're not lonely you're not talking to yourself anymore you are talking in the gym you know which are if you just loneliness or you know if you're feeling you know isolated or anything it can be harmful to your mental health in other words i would say from my own experiences to be very honest maintaining physical fitness is a powerful tool for improving mental health as i told you i have been into this state that my mental health was really low I wasn't feeling 100%, but the only thing kept me sane was going to gym. It's during COVID because sometime the COVID was, um, the gyms were closed in COVID time. So we were doing online classes and I was still interacting with people. And that's what kept my sanity maybe up to the level. So I didn't go full crazy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it enhances the mood, as I said, you know, cognitive function, self-esteem, social connections, which all contribute to more balanced and resilient mental state. As such, you know, integrating regular exercises into anyone's lifestyle is an essential component of holistic approach to overall well-being. 
Now my final point, which is why you should not compare yourself with others. Raise a hand who's been, who's done this, who's been to this position. Like my hand is up because I have been this position and this is not really a great position to be in. Um, in the past, long time ago, I was comparing with other people. If they've some done something, you know, oh shit, they've done this, you know, I can't do this, I haven't done this. So all these sort of, you know, self-doubting beliefs, all these that, you know, I can't do this, become not good enough and all this. Anyway, comparing yourself to others is a common human tendency, which I just talked about. I have done this. I'm sure many of you have done this as well. It is a practice overload, overloaded with consequences that can hinder personal growth and happiness. Again, guilty as charged. Firstly, I want to say, every single person is unique. I found out the hardest way, but I found out. <laughs> I used to say that to myself, I'm unique, but I wasn't saying it from wholeheartedly. But now I know. With the different life circumstances, talents and experiences, you know how some parents, they compare their children. Oh, look, his son has got that many marks. Why can't you do it? I mean, why are you comparing? His parents are different. You guys are different. Every kid or every individual is different. First thing, never ever compare. It's very simple. When we compare to anyone that we know or we see anything, we often overlook these traits. I tell you this. Leading to feeling lack or feelings of lack or superiority. These emotions can eat away your self-esteem and harm your relationships with your girlfriend, with your friend, with your friends, with your parents, with your sisters, anyone. It depends, you know, what are you comparing at? Or what are you thinking at? Or what are you looking at? It, it can harm you in many ways. And again, it depends on the context. What are you comparing at? How are you comparing at? Constant comparison can suppress your person development and then you start to feel sort of you know down you don't want to do anything because you your again that goes to mental health your mental health is low and you get low esteem you know you just sort of suppress yourself down but you know when we focus on what others have achieved like i said i did before i was neglecting my own potential and interest because I was just looking what he's done. Like, suppose he's got a better car. I don't have a better car. How come he's got a better car and I don't? I didn't look at myself. What can I do to have a better car for myself? I was just looking at him. How come he's got a better car or better these or better clothes or better house or anything? But this is how we lose and neglect our own potential. Now I tell everyone who says he or she is not good enough, I always say that to him or ask them the same question that 
have you ever count your blessing in the past or now if you start doing this like i do that now every morning if you start doing this count your blessing you would know how much you have and how much you actually appreciate what you have because some things you have others don't and some things others have you don't and you don't know who's looking up to you thinking like oh much he much he or she have so much why can't we have it you don't know who are you inspiring in the world by just being you you have no idea some people are looking up to you some people are looking up to me some people are looking up to other people you know we have no idea but if we sit down and count our blessings we really understand how much we have and our goals should reflect our values and aspirations not someone else's basically if someone has something he has different goals you know he's heading towards somewhere that you don't want to go you know and that's again this can result in unfulfilled dreams and missed opportunities for self discovery which i discovered last year <laughs> and this is and this is what i'm saying only when i started counting my own blessings how much i have how much i can get what are my interest it's all started from there and since then i have been more happier than i ever was comparisons very easy and can also contribute to stress and anxiety it's very simple when you are comparing yourself to others and you don't feel like you have it of course you're going to feel sad of course you're going to have a stress that why can't i have it and then that only leads to anxiety it's perfect this is the perfect example of instagram or anything social media i would say when you see happy faces with beautiful pictures can lead to thinking that your life is not good um, good as theirs you know they they must be having good photos good pictures for some time but you don't know how happy they are on the backstage you don't know how sad they are on the backstage you know in the age of social media constant comparison have become more persuasive and actually become more damaging and there are people especially i would say there are girls who are more damaging their own i would say ego i wouldn't say ego but they are damaging their more i don't know how to say that but it's more affecting on girls that <laughs> happening on guys because the boys have a different sort of lifestyle than girls and that's why these social media generating all these filters for so that all the girls can look beautiful this and that because they are all filters you don't know what's going behind their lives these platforms are often presented as i just said like you know they have filters they have idolized idolized version of people's lives you know further destroying our perceptions and it's just going downhill the unending quest of perfection <laughs> or to meet someone else's standard can lead to burnout and mental health issues you know this is a very very important that we should 
just be happy what we have count our blessings and not go to that path that we have to compare with others or how beautiful or how much they have and then I don't it is also crucial to remember that nobody's perfect like I used to say that to people that I'm perfect which I found I'm not perfect you know I have many flaws you know I can't do many things that other can but hey I'm happy with my life I'm happy what I'm doing I'm happy with my progress I am happy where I am today and no one has all figured it out which is true we seen these all the time no one has ever, even the riches are still trying to improve their lives don't you think if someone is a millionaire he should stop working why he's keep working because he wants to achieve more because that's his goals you know everyone's trying to be improved like everyone's trying to improve their lives by day by day or they're just going step by step all i want to say at the end is comparing yourself to others is a detrimental habit that can block your personal growth so please don't do that you know it will damage your self esteem and it will lead to pointless stress let's not just go to that path instead should focus on your own unique journeys like i did <laughs> in last year I went to europe by myself you know i was scared as shit but i did it because it was out of my comfort zone and i embraced every challenge i faced it i set my individual you know i set my goal that individualized by myself you know i now all i do is strive for self improvement that's me rather than just constantly you know checking everyone's oh how much he's got how much he's got i constantly measure my own growth i constantly measure my own achievements i embrace everything and celebrate my everyday success which is small to bigger if i wake up in the morning so if i suppose my i have to wake up 4 o'clock if i wake up 355 before my alarm that's an achievement for me that i don't have to hear the alarm i'm up before my alarm if i leave my house to go to gym and before i leave my house i had my coffee i had my breakfast i made my bed that an achievement for me and if i come back i have my breakfast before the time i set that i have more time you know and and let's say if i want to do something and if i've done that in the short period of time instead of a longer period of time that's an achievement for me i would embrace that any day i would celebrate that any day these small achievements in the daily lives help me achieve more so please look for your achievements doesn't matter small or big that's all i can say so i hope guys you loved this episode and you guys took some notes from this episode and i hope you will implement in your lives and thank you for listening again your host amagarewal Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.